Good morning, everybody. It is uh, the Barchard Show right here on a uh, beautiful Monday. What are we on? The January 24th? 25th. 25th. See, that's why we got to keep a calendar in-house. I'm John Barchard, as always, joined by Kyle Pagan, Gary Lee. Uh, Lay, excuse me. Uh, he doesn't really like to know, um, you know, that uh, we know his last name. So just let's keep mm-hmm. that between you and I uh, yeah. after all. But, uh, fellas, good morning, Kyle. How are you feeling this morning? I appreciate uh, you being with us for the very first time. How does it feel to be up before 5 a.m.? Uh, it, it hurts. Um, I'm still getting the dust out of my eyes, but, you know, I hope to one day get this uh, get this under control. Uh, 5 a.m. and me don't really get along, or 6 a.m., I guess, now. <laughs> I don't think anybody does. I think you crossed that threshold at, like, 37. I'm going to mm. say that because uh, I'm 37. So, like, now we just get up at 4.30 in the morning, and that's mm. kind of the deal. Coach Gary, I know, has... Uh, that along the way, he's got a, a, a wonderful baby due uh, in June. And in case you missed it, um, I also have a baby coming in June. I've publicly announced it. We feel happy. We're so freaking excited. Uh, a baby girl, a baby boy is on the way from the Water Boys crew. Here's a problem, Kyle. They're both due in June. Yeah. So yeah. we have to do something. What are we supposed to do? What are we going to do? That's what I, I. I think we should have at least a shower, like a water boy shower, right? Like, yeah. guys don't have showers. We should have a shower. Something like that. I mean, I, I just hope there's not a one-man show because I don't think I can carry the show without you two. <laughs> no, I mean, if you don't want to be on the one-man show, this show will probably move to 4 a.m. Come yeah. on. Maybe. Yeah. Like, ah, right. well, you know, we're already up, so. There'll be additions to the show. There'll yes. be you guys burping a couple babies, and I'll just be here burping from my, my hangover. From sorry, the, John, I right. sorry, John, I can't hear you. My baby won't shut up. Yeah. <laughs> That was a great Seriani take, but I can you repeat that because yeah, uh, yeah. John's, John's kid's crying again. Yeah. No, I didn't see the second half. My kid had a meltdown. I understand Justin in Tennessee wants to see everybody run the ball more, but you know, like it's uh, there's there might be some baby formula to take care of or whatever along the way. So it's going to get crowded in here, more or less. It's getting crowded with the Philadelphia Eagles. Apparently, they just hired the entire Colts staff to come on mm-hmm. over. Um, I, I want to talk about something later in the program tonight regarding Carson Wentz. Or tonight, listen to me. I'm on. I'm on Kyle Pagan time now. I feel like I've just been clubbing all night. But um, I have a proposal for all of you because this team is weird and crazy. And Matthew Stafford has said I'm no longer going to be part of the Detroit Lions, and there is turmoil with Carson Wentz. We've seen what the Colts have done to old raggedy quarterbacks that from San Diego slash Los Angeles that are about to retire and have phenomenal seasons. I'm kind of interested in an idea of Matt Stafford living here uh, for a little bit, but we'll get into that later. Gary, uh, cowards lose by kicking field goals. I think that is what we've learned from the weekend. Um, high fives to all of us because we went straight chalk here. We didn't buy into the, the Bills Mafia hype. We come away clean winners, and most of all, um, two bright young minds in the in the NFL coaching circle are nothing but cowards. Unbelievable that the way that those games ended. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I don't get on the whole coward kick field goal things. But if it's going to be in the regular season, and you're going to try and manage your way to a win. If you're playing a lesser opponent, be like, hey, you know, let's take away three. We have the better team. We'll come back to it. You can't do that in the playoffs. I mean, you're playing. You're playing the other best team in your conference. So it's stupid that. I don't understand why he why he just didn't go for it at least one of the times, right? Because he did it twice. He kicked a field goal. He settled for it. So I don't know what his deal is. And it it seems as though he's getting ready to lose Aaron Rodgers now. So who knows what's going next? If you if you read between the leaves on him, he's like, yeah, I don't know what my future is here. Yeah, you he's know obviously not happy. Crazy is I, I read that too. And then I started thinking about 
like all the stuff that the Green Bay Packers have done with Favre and Aaron Rodgers. There's two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, mm-hmm. one Super Bowl win in between them, a bunch of playoff losses. Uh, I think Jack Fitz even tweeted out a picture of Donovan yeah. McNair because yeah. they're, I mean, it's, it's that was dirty. One in four in championship games. What, it, Kyle, what's the deal? Why can't Green Bay ever figure it out with Hall of Fame quarterbacks between Mike McCarthy, LaFleur, and, and whatever? I, it's just, you look at Tom Brady and you see Godwin, you see, uh, Mike Evans, you see Gronk, you see all these people. And they were, man, Tom's really slinging it. Tom threw three interceptions in a row in On three seven passes. Yeah, yeah. And you're telling me it doesn't like wide receivers matter, Howie Roseman. That's why I want to mm-hmm. say I, I think that's the biggest difference is like Aaron Rodgers have never had yeah. that as his career has gone on. Yeah, I agree 100%. As I'm watching the game yesterday, I'm like, weapons, weapons matter. Wow. Weapons actually matter. And I was thinking to myself, like, how many weapons do can we really say that the Eagles have one Miles Sanders? Maybe Dallas Goddard. I, I'm considering Zach Ertz probably dead and gone. Um, yeah, weapons really matter. And and the thing is, the guy with bigger balls won the NFC uh, cover champion last year, uh, yesterday. Um, that fourth down uh, pass to Scotty Miller. Uh, Brady was sitting on the mm-hmm. bench, and all of a sudden, Bruce Arians goes, hey, listen, take the jacket off. We're going for it eight seconds before the half. He didn't care. He was going to try to get he was going to try to get a uh, a field goal or the very least he was going to go for a bomb to Scotty Miller and he did. And Kevin King, I was huge on Kevin King coming out of uh, the NFL draft. Oh, yeah. Looking back now, I mean I know it's one game, but Jesus, Kevin King, like <laughs> he actually had a nice little career up there if you really look yeah. at it. He just got I mean, a natural spotlight yesterday. It, it's it, it's funny because like I I could probably count on one hand the amount of games I've won I've watched Kevin King, but I think I would be along with everybody where it's like Kevin King might be the worst cornerback in the in the whole entire NFL, and it's not Steve fair. Bradley Fletcher, yeah, because because he's not. But holy shit! I mean, you have Aaron Rodgers, and maybe we don't appreciate it because you know we've had Donovan, we've had Carson, we've had Michael Vick. But would you ever say they were on the same level of Aaron Rodgers in a season? I mean, no. the fact that you you don't give Aaron Rodgers four downs and you let the goat who time and time again who is just taking teams and not let your offense get back on the field to put, to let Tom Brady just end you. Yeah. This is the wrong move. And that, Hey, listen, I don't want to go back and harp on Doug, but Hey, Doug Peterson goes for, for four uh, downs in, in that territory. Easy. Doug Peterson goes in on fourth down the first quarter of the first drive. He's like, screw yeah. it. Let's go for it. <laughs> yeah. He, so, sometimes yeah. he was maddening with it. Yeah. All yeah. these, all these teams. It's like, once you get down to it from, from this weekend on, I'm already I'm already saying these things. Josh Allen never going to be the same again. 100%. Like that that was it. If you wanted him to win a Super Bowl, if you wanted him to win a playoffs, it was with that team and that run and whatever cuz everyone's going to expect the same. And I think it's going to pass them by and that's what I that's going to that's the difference between being the Chiefs and the Pats and whatever and the Eagles the and and everybody else, honestly. Like that was and now as we're trying to get more information and in, more information's coming in about who these coaching hires are going to be. And obviously there are some uh, that are still on the list. There'll probably be a more, I- I'm assuming you're going to have a ton of news this week uh, as well as these get fitting in. But like I- after all of this, uh, Nick Sirianni basically picks his own staff. Uh, has, uh, wait, so we got something coming in? No, I, mean, I just decided anytime someone says Sirianni. Hey! Gonna say, oh, <laughs> my wife uh, is pissed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 Keith is saying it's it's a it's a good thing that you know coaches can pick his own staff, and I agree. But what's the 
what's going on? Like, is no is no one asking that? Like, this guy comes in 38, no play calling experience whatsoever. Um, they use Deuce Staley again for the second time, yeah. and suddenly this guy's just the guy. After two impressive interviews, not buying any of it, not buying absolutely any of it, because this had to be talked about for a long time. So my question this morning, and we'll get into whether we like them or not, whether that fucking matters. I hate this. I hate when coaches get hired and everybody just like, well, that guy's good and that guy's good. This guy's had a great track record. None yeah. of it matters. None Which of it 180? matters. We've won eighty a lot. Like uh, last last week, we were going with 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 fire and pitchforks, and I feel like now we're like Sirianni might be the second coming of yeah. Of God. We th- just just hold on. We we still have yet, in Coach Gary's words, have yet to hear the man speak. You mm-hmm. know, like even even from that. But why is there such a gap between why they never trusted Doug and this brand new shiny toy that now has? Well, we don't know if it's full control because I got one more theory. But Gary, what's What's your take on it? Is he just like the next coming of of uh, of Vince Lombardi here, or what? I just think it's Eagles fans. I think this is what we do: where we we get outraged, and then we're like, "Well, hold on a second. Now we have to deal with this. Like this is what we this is what we're dealt. So you know what? Let's just be let's just run with it. So the best part is, I, I remember we the same thing happened with Doug. I feel like at one point everyone was like, "This is stupid," and then we heard him talk. We were like, "Wait a second, we're in." If Sirianni gets up there, oh, and gives uh the Dan Campbell speech. Do you think like, uh, do you think we're all like super, super in, or do you think we're smart enough to be like, no, that's a, that's a dumpster fire waiting to happen. No. Um, okay. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's more embarrassing than anything, but um, yeah, we just talk ourselves into it. And then I'm tell I'm telling you by week five, we're going to be like, we should fire this guy at the end of the year and try and get Lincoln Riley. That's going to happen. I mean, the, it's, it's Eagles fans. That's why I love the Eagles. It's like, hey, let's let's overreact to the umpteenth time and see what happens. It's going to be great. John, you ever watch uh, Happy Days growing up? I mean, sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. You, you, yeah, you yeah. Know the theme song like Monday, Tuesday. Friday. Happy Days and Friday. Yeah, absolutely. Don't Monday, Tuesday, it. Wednesday. Like, this is what me and Gary do. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, sky's falling by Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We're looking over our picks and whatnot. I'm like, <laughs> I love the Eagles. I love the Eagles in this spot. That's what uh, we do. We just talk ourselves into this. Coaches and regular season football games. Uh, let's yeah. let's keep talking. What I there, it's hard not to talk yourself into it. Just so you know, because even though I'm saying that, like everything is really impressive in terms of, hey, you know these guys are uh, really good with quarterbacks. Uh, on and on and on. So like I think there's. <laughs> Hi Crosby. Uh, there's uh, some people coming in here, but uh, I uh, I feel as though see. Yep. I know I wasn't I wasn't I was alive. This is <laughs> this is what it's all about. You're getting a preview right yeah. now. This is live. All big and otherwise, we're gonna have we're gonna have lots of babies on the show between me and Gary. Uh but uh <laughs> I, I I do think like Sirianna working with, with the quarterbacks and everything should have people hyped. Like the track record of that is all great. But the one thing uh we, we say all that, and then the one thing that happens is Joe Banner comes out, and I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, via uh, Damo and the Yankee here, where uh, he's not sure if this actually brings Wentz back in the first place. So we're all saying like, oh yeah, Carson and the Colts offense. Here's his quote. I actually think it's neutral or more likely to mean that Carson isn't coming back. I know everybody else is saying the opposite, but Sirianni isn't a guy that's had some broad track record of developing quarterbacks or creating screams um, that are really, you know, uh, that great. There's no pro- provable or tangible evidence that this guy can do anything yet. And suddenly Carson Wentz is going to put his hands in the career of somebody that he doesn't know, which leads me to my next theory. 
have we heard Press Taylor's future yet? Because I can tell you when Carson Wentz is staying, staying is if he is still the offensive coordinator, QB coach, or whatever comes and hangs around. Do you think that this is, uh, I don't know, like I can't, I still can't get past uh, all, all these, all these kind of holdups more or less, like um, between like when maybe not he's, he's being here or not. Uh, do the Eagles have to now like turn their eyes to drafting a quarterback at six? And that's why it was so important. Did they know ahead of time that Carson might've had some feelings about this and they might lose him? Like, I don't feel as though that, the Eagles' message is to protect Carson Wentz. It's really just to protect his value. Like, oh, no, we're going to hold on to him to try and entice somebody to come after and go get him. And, like, this whole 180 between him demanding a trade and then now suddenly, oh, no, he never said that, is, is might be two different scenarios, too. And I think my friend Dylan pointed that out. I saw that on Twitter. Like, don't you think, yeah, I'm not sticking around with Doug, and that's my first battle, and now that Doug is gone, I'm going to stay here, and I, I'm not going to request the trade. So I, I don't know how this ends up, but the footing, at least for Carson Wentz staying, Kyle, is, is a little shaky on my it, ground. It's interesting because he still has yet to say anything, Carson being. And it's very easy nowadays to just make your statement. I don't think anyone would care if he had this conjured up Instagram posts saying like, Hey, listen, like just, just PR the hell out of it. That's fine by me and stuff. I think it's very telling that he hasn't said anything. I know him and Sirianni have talked and whatnot. I just keep looking at the money. Are we really okay? I think 2021 is a wash. I think it's a dead year. I think we go into 2022 guns blazing. Um, we had Zach Berman on last week and he said kind of the same thing. We'll be, we'll be dumpster diving um, due to the cap issues and stuff. And, and we're not worried about the cap, but I look at that money and I said, I don't think that Carson Wentz is going anywhere. And I, and I like your point where it's like, I think they're trying to salvage him and salvage him for some parts. It's your, yeah, it's, it's your, it's your 2015, you know, car that you're trying to uh, maybe trying to sell after five years. Cause maybe you got a promotion or some of that. You're trying to sell, you're just trying to salvage the parts is what I'm really saying. Make it look like a 2019 model. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, maybe just don't <laughs> check the Kelly Blue Book. Yeah, yeah. No, don't 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 look at the uh, the accident record or anything like that. But I, Gary, I guess it's more like a temperature check for you. But like, what do you do you feel that this is going to work out in the end, or do you feel like there's a monster man uh, uh, like a landmine that we're going to get newswise here in the next week or two? I mean, I think I'd be shocked at this point. I, I think it's just, I think it's just so clear that they're going to bring Carson Wentz back. I really do. Mm -hmm. Um. I, I loved the meme going around yesterday. Why send Carson to the Colts if you can bring the Colts to Carson? Like, I loved that <laughs> idea. Um, I just don't understand. Here, I guess my, I will always come back to if we're going to throw a guy out after 12 bad games, I'm shocked. I understand that may, there may be some locker room issues with him. But uh, almost historically, every, every quarterback gets a shot with a different head coach. I think the Eagles know that. I think the Eagles know they paid him, and they're on the hook for essentially two years unless they want to rip the Band-Aid off and just screw, and screw themselves with the cap this year. If that's what they're going to do, that's what they have to do. There's no reason to extend this past this uh, past this season, that is. But I think they brought a guy in who runs an offense that seems like it would suit him. It seems like they Frank Reich was a big proponent in 2017 of making sure they are running the ball. Sirianni is a big, hey, let's make sure we're using our running backs to run the ball. Not so much turning him into a Not game a manager. <laughs> no, but you, but there's still value in running the football or running it efficiently. You don't have to run the ball 30 times a game, but if you're running it efficiently, it still manages the game. 
people who want to f- go get so far away from the run, I never understand. You can always control the game with a good running game. That's just truth. It's it's tried and true. It works through football. Um, I, I, I think me and Kyle talked about this before. I don't think this team is that far away from at least having competition. I mean, if you add, if you go and get one of the two wide receivers, if you can get a corner somewhere in the second round that pans out, the offensive line's in de- halfway decent shape. And if Carson gives you, like uh, Berman says, gives you top 15 quarterback play, you're looking at a team that might be able to go 9-7, make a playoff spot. That's I know that's like we're way out ahead of this, but it could just simply be we just make these small changes and work with them. I don't think the Eagles – I just think it would be very foolish to move on from a guy after 12 bad games. That's that's my take John, on the whole thing. I would want to give it one more shot. Can I ask you something? So yeah. one thing I do disagree with you is I do think he's had a really uh, – Sirianni, that is, had a good track record with quarterbacks. I think he ran into a shitty situation with Andrew Luck retiring, and I think he did his best with Jacoby Brissett. And I just looked it up for, for the Colts and whatnot. I mean, they had top 10 in offense throughout the board with – you know, obviously a 40-year-old Phillip Rivers and, and and Marlon Mack going down. Do you think he's had a hand in, you know, the game planning and whatnot and that for the oh, quarterbacks? He's like to. He's absolutely yeah. had oh, to yeah. be, be part of that the whole process. And the one thing that bugs me uh, in, um, is I'm going to – this is where I'm going to push back on this a little bit because yeah. everybody, including like Tom Pelissaro, was pointing out in that huge clip of article – where everyone like, see, uh, Sirianni was pegged to be, you know, head coach in 2019 or whatever. He's carrying the water right now, Pelsara. Yes. Like, yeah. did, did anyone see the list of names that are on that sheet? And just because, and the, the point of that is he named, what was it, him and McDaniels, I think, as like the two guys you need to work out for. Um, and that's what caught everybody's eye. But Josh McDaniels is in there too. And they were close to hiring him. So to me, here is, here is my complete concern with all of that was that part of their coaching search like in 2019 did they i mean obviously they know this guy because they know frank reich but like it's just a confirmation bias that we're looking for that list is humongous and long it doesn't mean anything doesn't indicate whether he can actually teach quarterbacks it doesn't indicate whether he can actually conceptualize an offense um, we don't know his OC, and I know that there's plenty of names coming in there, but this is something interesting that Keith Keith asked, and did you think that story about Doug being on the hot seat in Kansas City before the Eagles hired him is true? Not only do I think it's true, I know it's true. We don't know if Frank Reich wants to get rid of this guy or not. More than likely, it doesn't seem like it. You know, like you're 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 checking around, and there is the other part of this is 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 this payback for Reich? Like to to strip him of his staff if he's going this way. Reich didn't really take anybody with him. This is the same conversation we're having when Doug came in. Like that whole Andy Reid story. Like Andy Reid's been very vocal about Eric Bieniemy. I don't remember him being this publicly vocal about Doug Peterson. No, he likes Eric Bieniemy. I think. I think Bieniemy wasn't that vocal about Nagy either. No, he wasn't. Not very vocal about Nagy. So, so hey, listen, I, it worked out for us last time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And, and and we got to realize too. No matter, I mean, Frank Reich's not uh, at the level of Andy Reid, nor is he at Bill Belichick. But this is what those two guys do all the time: is how come no uh, Belichick disciples end up working out as head coach because he wants to get rid of them because he's like, "Whoo, you want that guy? Thank God he's not ready." And he keeps his staff nice and tight. I don't think that's obviously would not happen with the Colts here, but. That's why I don't buy into any of this stuff until we actually see something on tape. Does anyone know what they're running? Just the Colts offense? Fantastic. We'll score. We'll, the Eagles will be in the top 10 category every single time. But 
outside of that, I don't, we don't know. This kid's never run an offense, never run a room. Let's wait and see. I'll give him every opportunity to, to go and do so. But, uh, and this is, this is what happens. Like it just gets reinforced that he's going to be a good coach because his coaches that you heard nothing about like 10 minutes ago are all suddenly great hires. Jonathan Gannon, do agree with that. The passing game coordinator and Kevin Patullo. Sure. Tracy Rocker, who was at South Carolina, got lured away from uh, Auburn and is now coming to be the defensive line coach for the Eagles. Sure. I'm in. Jeff Stoutland's back. Okay. Sounds great. You know, but then you hear stuff like, well, maybe Todd Haley's coming from Mike. Oh, K. And you're going like, oh. uh, Curtis Modkins, who is apparently uh, one of the front runners as well. Running back coach for Denver, uh, as it is right now, had a weird stint as an offensive coordinator with the Bills, Ryan Fitzpatrick and Chan Gailey. Uh, no winning record there and was the last person to coach uh, Colin Kaepernick in San Francisco with Chip Kelly in 16, leading to a 2-14 and 14 record. But people do notice the difference between, you know, uh, I mean, we've been fighting that for like, you know, five years now, <laughs> whether or not Colin Kaepernick is good or not. But at the time, one of his rebound performances before his career uh, ended um, and I, I I don't know. Like it's just a, it's a it's a weird group of uh, of young guys of of people that have been around for a while. I don't really yeah. have any takeaways other than like there's one kid that they looked at, uh, Shane Steichen, who uh, has ties to Sirianni in the with the Chargers with Reich there. Um, and I just want to point this out that everybody's like, well, it was wasn't that great for him? Uh, had a, a really good success with Justin Herbert, but the running game was just. So subpar. Yeah. Listen, Frank Reich had went from better to worse being in San Diego. It's another one of those places like Green Bay. I don't look at stats for that. You just look at things that happen and improve. So I think that's an interesting name. But uh, vet or inexperience with this group surrounding Sirianni there, Gary, because I've I'm leaning towards get uh, more non-poachable people, but everyone is saying, no, you need a strong staff around this guy and, and people with experience. What do you think? I think the one thing I think we're, I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves with the uh, upset about the staff. I mean, every first time coach is the first time coach for a reason, right? So I, I'm, I'm, I'm here giving him the benefit of the doubt every shot of the way. I, you know what? This is what, this is the hand I'm dealt. We got to play with it right now. That's kind of where I'm taking it. Um, I think it's really interesting that he's just allowed to poach out of uh, Indianapolis. I know Andy Reid's rule was like, hey, if you leave, you're not taking people with you. So I kind of feel bad for Frank Reich in that regard. But um, I would like to see them bring in, since this guy has never run a room or never run an offense, or, you know, it, obviously he was involved with install and game planning. I'd like to see them bring in one veteran guy. It can't be Todd Haley. I want nothing to do with that. If you want Charles and Wentz to leave, you bring in Todd Haley. That's yep. so if you're, if you're on the Hurts train, like, sure. But tired Todd Haley because that that confirms that Wentz is out of here. I've, I've been saying this since the Doug Peterson hired. There's a gentleman out there named Jim Caldwell. I would love nothing more in the world for him to be brought in as the offensive coordinator for like two to three years. Just get this guy going and kind of like a Wade Phillips, Sean McVay situation where you just have an adult in the room with you and be like, hey, I, this is how I would handle this. Maybe this and just kind of protege him also help build that offense. And I think maybe at this point. Caldwell might want to call plays, but he might be okay with being like, listen, I might just be able to give you my the knowledge at this point, set you up, and then kind of fade away after a certain yeah. amount of years. Try and get try and get one more. Maybe he thinks that if he meets with the kid, he's like, hey, this kid is someone who could probably win one. Try and win one more with him. I don't know. I just I don't want to reserve judgment on a guy who, again, I haven't heard speak yet. I haven't heard him speak yet. I've seen clips of uh, mic'd up, and I've seen him on ZD Tuesdays losing his mind on Zoom. So I'm like, I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not going to kill this guy. 
one caveat I got. I just really like that he's a he's been great at developing wide receivers, and uh, John Gannon's been great at developing defensive backs. Something that's been a thorn okay. in the Eagles' side for about ten years. So. Yeah, it's well, something different though, John. Like, aren't you just ready for something a little? I mean, it was so stale. I mean, it, it's frustrating because it was only three years after a Super Bowl, but it was so. Um, there was so much frustration, especially defensive side. Like these picks never worked out. I hate. I know we go back to the Eagles Facebook thing, but you could see what was happening on third down, third and long every time. Like, just, I'm ready just to see anything a little bit different. We were going to get that regardless on defense because Schwartz was retiring no matter what. But I'm just so ready to see something different. I go back to this every single time. How is it on third and 18? Tom Brady has a guy wide open in the middle of the hash marks. How is that possible? Like, why does that never happen here? Maybe Sirianni has the answer to that. Be like, this is why. You run this simple concept, and it works every time. You go to the play that works the most. Well, one reason, one, reason, movie. one reason why um, Tom Brady's able to do that, especially last night, scissors the kid from the University of Iowa who is protecting his backside for about seven fucking seconds, and you oh, have sure. three of the most prominent wide receivers in the league. That's how you get wide open. He was doing that previous to being there, though. Like he's been doing this. He made a career out of being like, "Hey, third and eighteen. There's a guy going to be wide open in the middle of the hash marks, just standing there with no one within eight yards of him." Like it happens all the time. And I know I I don't want to get in the offensive line argument. I think the offensive line's going to be okay. I really do. Zach uh, Zach Berman does too. Yeah, Zach Berman's with us too. Mm-hmm. I think well, you're on the outside I, looking in on this one. I am. I'm the I'm the bubble boy. And guess what, fellas? That offensive line's not going to be good. That's why they. Can, and by the way, shout out to Stoutland who stayed, and who used all his leverage with Nick Saban to get a raise and stick with the Eagles because uh, obviously we'll never know the contract details. But I'm assuming that's what happened. No one in their right mind goes, "Ooh, Doug Marone or Jeff Stoutland? Who should we get?" Doug Marone, like it's yeah. it doesn't make you compute with me at all. So glad that he stays, but don't think even he cannot salvage this offensive line because we are forgetting a whole bunch of things. No Jason Peters. Jordan Mailata is the penciled-in left tackle. And what the fuck are you doing with Andre Dillard? Those are my first three questions off the board. Is Brandon Brooks healthy? Lane Johnson says, don't doubt me, so I'm not going to. Jason Kelsey it was supposed to be his last year, like three years in a row. So, like, yeah. where, where where are we at with all that? I, oh, I think Kelsey will be back just because Statlin's back. I think we get one more yeah. year of Jason Kelsey here. Definitely, definitely. I just don't want him to, you know, fall apart as we see his beautiful beard and you know, wonderful yeah. Super Bowl memories fade away and all that. But stuff. you're worried about the left tackle, and that's and that's fair. But I think four out of the five are are, are something we have accounted for. And I think me and Gary are going to play the optimistic role until this season starts, and then uh, we'll see week one. Oh, it's not are. even optimism out of me. Yeah. I think my lot can play. I, I think we've saw enough. I think my allotta can play. Enough people said, like, hey, you give him a couple, like maybe another year of seasoning, he's gonna be just fine. Like I, I really do think he, the Dillard the Dillard thing stinks because you you wasted a first round pick. But what if what if my allotta goes down? Dillard goes in and plays really well. I also go back to when Dillard played left tackle, he wasn't that bad. He wasn't great, but he wasn't that bad. It was just he couldn't play right tackle. And no. I mean, obviously the mental of him is very questionable, but maybe a year on the IR would help him. I don't know. Or help uh, Jordan Mailata. No, no, no. Help. Uh, no, I know. Andre Dillard. Wink, wink. Jordan oh, well, Mailata yeah. suddenly had a back issue that forced him to miss the whole season. And what was it? The ankle? Was it the ankle? Yeah, he missed of, two of Andre years Dillard? because of injury. There you go. Well, whoops. Whoops. Uh, my ankle's. So I 
you're not gonna. Well, the, the real reason is because Jason Peters come back and he was gonna kill that kid. Uh, well, that's what I think. Anyway, the, the greatest thing, <laughs> the best thing that can happen to the Eagles this year is Jason Peters not walking through the door. Like, yeah. I thoroughly yeah. believe that. When he walked back in the door, I was like, this season's fucked. <laughs> that was my take. I think all of 2021 right. fucked. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much uh, dead on there, fellas. And uh, speaking of dead on, as we'll now get into the little, we're getting into the quarterback thing. So I have to, I have to talk to you about Stafford and the idea of that because, uh, you know, um, everybody enjoys a good drink, and and I would rather a, a Matthew Stafford. Jalen Hurts cocktail, preferably by using promo code water and then going to statesidevodka.com, having that beautiful, delicious stuff uh, delivered to you if you are in PA. Uh, just go and do that right now as we're – I'm about to enjoy a screwdriver myself. I know the guys are – Kyle desperately needs one because it's the only one – it's the only way he knows how to wake up on a Monday morning. Exactly. But uh, statesidevodka.com, they've been a, a wonderful, you know, um, wonderful, wonderful sponsor of the show. Uh, and of course, uh, it's ten percent off all the big boys by simply using the promo code Water. That's Water Wood with uh, ER. And uh, I am drunk enough, possibly, or thought drunk enough, possibly, to give you this take: is I want Matthew Stafford here. <laughs> so you just want to trade bad backs for bad I backs? Want, I would trade both quarterbacks. Crosby's going to back me up here. I would trade Boom. both quarterbacks right now if it guaranteed me that Matthew Stafford lands here. Cuz I, I it's just, this is not this is not Dan Orlovsky, right? Crosby, this is not me saying that like I've defended Matthew Stafford since Georgia, right, buddy? So I think he's got plenty of legs in him. I know what that staff did with Philip Rivers. We know it's a cesspool in Detroit. God bless Dan Campbell. <laughs> I trade both quarterbacks right now if it if you really are in it to win it and you can't spend anything. I don't know. You I, need a quarterback. Think, Matthew, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I no, no. Matthew Stafford is 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 way better than we give him credit for. Better than I, either quarterback that's here right now. Matt Stafford will be a top three in passing yards by the end of his career. It's it's insane. It's an insane stat, and he might never win a playoff game. So I like him. I think there's seven other teams that are ahead of us that that would have him over us and that would take him over us before before you can. So, yeah, I uh, I mean, you have you have the Colts, you have the Saints, you have the Broncos potentially going lock for Stafford. Um, Washington football team could use him. Uh, there's a lot of lot of teams out there that have. Some quarterbacks yeah. they could use. The Green Bay Packers might need him after this. <laughs> they got Jordan Love. They don't take it unless yeah, they want to talk for that. Right. But like, I, I don't know. I, I would say, I would say we, and, and probably not both quarterbacks. Obviously, that's a, that's a little hyperbole. But I would trade one of the quarterbacks for Matthew Stafford. I well, think the best combination of Stafford and Hurts would be perfect. Are we okay? I mean, like, I think we should like draw a line in the sand. Are we okay? Like having like that dead cap. Like, Gary, are you it's, okay it's, having the dead it's cap? There, it's there whether he's here or not. Yeah, so if they're going to do the dead cap, it has to be this year. Mm -hmm. Like, that, that's my whole thing. If they're going to move on, it just, it has to be now, not later. Like, you can't you can't let him stick around till training. Like, I guess you can let him stick around till training camp and hope he Bradford's himself and someone needs him really bad. And you can, like, you can like, get a ton of value for him. But they can't let it go by next year because if you do it next year, you're just re you're, you're pushing the problem down the road. It's essentially like, oh, I'll just move this. I'll, I'll just take an interest-free credit line 
and and move it to the next year. <laughs> Worry about it. it that's it's exactly what he. That's exactly what they would do. So, um, if he's on the roster come week one, he's got to play. That's my take on it. You know, I love Matthew Stafford. Everyone knows that. I yeah. love Matthew Stafford, but I don't need to see Matthew Stafford and his career in the Eagles. I don't need to see that. As much as I, I would do. love it, and he would be universally loved here. I think people would just love him. He's the toughest son of a bitch you ever meet. Um, I I would just love I would love to see him play here, but I don't need to see him play here. I, I think that's just it's just uh an issue I wouldn't even touch right now. I think you, the, one of the two quarterbacks that need to start next year are on the roster right now. I don't need to, I don't need to nope. draft a quarterback, and I don't need nope. to bring in a high profile veteran. Just nope. go with one of these two guys. John, you were Gary, all Gary, in on Jalen so Hurts. I know, I know, I know, I know. But I'm saying you gotta. I, I don't trust myself. Do you trust yourself? I don't. I trust do. I, I trust. I'm telling you right now. I am. It's almost a non-starter for me. Like I would need. I would need to know I'm getting at least a second round pick to even move Wentz right now. Like I want to see what he can do with a different quarterback. Why wouldn't? Why don't you guys want to see it? I want I to see what it's twelve games. Too. It's just twelve games. Yeah, but you're just gonna. What you're doing is you're setting up another year of. Well, we just put Stafford in. It does feel a little processy. It feels like we are pushing it back right. a little year. We're like, there's always next year. Obviously, you can't really do that in the NFL. Um, John, you shocked by this? He's played sixteen games. Matt Stafford, nine of the last ten seasons. I, I just, I, for some reason, I always thought he was hurt. Yeah, because that be, that's why nobody wants him is because he's just his knee's gonna break or his shoulder's gonna break or what like. First of all, he stays in games. It doesn't matter, just like Gary was saying. And I like he's the most underrated quarterback in the NFL. Who's coming? He's the most off, underrated, got, overrated quarterback. Who's got? Well, yeah. Who's got twelve million dollars? Uh, a twelve million dollar cap hit coming into mm-hmm. this year with no guaranteed money. Like it's. I'm not. You'd have to rework that. But what is wrong with giving a guy that you know can do it for two or three years? And just hand it over to Hertz at that point, or whatever you need to do, or a year or two. You need another bridge. Obviously, you're going to try and double down with Carson. Hell, Carson might just leave. Let's say Carson leaves and, and is and is demanding a trade. I say you are all in on Matthew Stafford at that point, and you're knocking on the door to try and get as you know, whatever you can by that point. Because no one, to Kyle's point, yeah, there's gonna be a lot of people that need quarterbacks. I don't think. Stafford's going to be like throw me on the football team either, and I'll be that. That is exactly where I want to go. Like they're, I don't know. I mean, Ron Rivera's making doing a, doing a good job over there. I I play for Ron Rivera right now. They did. They did make the playoffs after all. <laughs> more than we could say. Yeah, there's like the hat. The running back looks halfway decent down there. They got a decent yeah. offensive line. Maybe a couple good wide receivers. Good culture. First time ever. Yeah. Which, by the way, uh, Taylor Hineke could have was was this close to not having that matchup yesterday. So, just want to point that out too. How weird this fucking game is all all around. But uh, what do we what do we what do we think of Hertz as the backup or traded before the season starts? Speaking of that, I come from Joey Detmer uh, hanging out on Periscope this morning. Kyle, I'll start that with you. Yeah, Hertz we talked to, uh, before. We talked to Zach Berman. We said if uh, if Carson's QB one. Hurts got to be on the trading block, and I don't. I don't disagree. I, I we can't have Hurts and Hurts and or Carson looking over their shoulder. You know, so one of them gets off to the first two three weeks. Don't get you know, don't get off to the uh, to the kind of level they're used to playing. I didn't, even, I didn't even think of that. And then it's going to then just be you know it's gonna it's gonna be the sports radio. It's gonna be the the social media, and it's gonna be just hot takes being like, hey, play play so and so, no matter who gets off to whatever start. So I think I think one of them will not be here. Uh, week one, Kyle well, G- Gary brought in up an interesting point right there. Do you think Hertz has 
is going to get miffed if they draft another quarterback too? Are they going to screw up both quarterbacks? If they draft a quarterback and keep him hurt, like, come on. Are we, what are we doing? Here? Yeah. Well, I'm saying, I'm saying if, if they, well, they're going to have to. They're gonna, if Carson leaves, they have to. So what? what yeah, you don't have to draft in the first round because if Carson leaves, then you can go get yourself a Matthew Stafford. That's that's the difference. There's no reason to draft a quarterback in the top six. There's, just don't do it. There's too there's many no, needs. There's no reason to there's draft. No, I I'm ready for Gary. If you're not going to get Fields, you're not going to get uh, Trevor Lawrence. Don't take one. It's not worth it. Well, it looks like they'll have a. I mean, if they might have a shot at Fields. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have a shot at Fields. Hell, they'll have a shot at Trey Lance if they want to. No, let's not do if that. If we again. do North Dakota State again, this place is gonna burn to the ground, John. And I think you kind of want that. I can see the smile on your face. I do. I do a little bit. That'd be funny. John um, knows there's a little bit of juice. He's like, wait, so we just need more things to like really fear yeah, people yeah, about. We're, we we're go. gonna get to the next place. Oh, no, come scary, on. Right? I mean, if if um if. If they they need to pick one of the two quarterbacks that's on the roster, that's your quarterback. The other one's got to go. They, first of all, they can't. It's not in their control. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's screwed up. Sure it is. They can trade Hurts tomorrow if they want to. Someone will take Hurts. What a terrible investment. Then well, that's what you do when you draft poorly. That's I mean, that, it comes right back to why the hell does yeah. Howie Roseman still have his job? You, you think the GM made it a yeah. poor investment? Shocker. I mean, me and, Kyle spent, me and Kyle spent 20 minutes on a podcast trying to give you a silver lining. Comes out on Saturday. He's like, yeah, guys, I'm out. Dorsey's just like, I'm out of here. <laughs> there is no silver lining anymore. Dorsey's the Lions. Yeah, um, he's like, hey, I'm out. I, I, by the way, um, anybody else not think that Dorsey was here for Doug? See, I didn't understand what you wrote that in the notes. Do you think so? I think he just got more power and was like, hey, screw it. I want to go get more power. I think he's a power. No, I think I think maybe Why they thought that was like, I think John might be right. I think uh, Doug was like, hey, can we bring him in to help with the evaluation? And maybe he'll have my back in the end. And then with Doug was gone, he was gone. I mean, that could happen. I think isn't Dorsey like historically a very coach friendly GM? Like, yep. He gets in with his coach and he's I mean, it's a shame Although that he's, I mean, he's, picked, he's picked bad coaches a couple of times, but. Yeah, more, than, more than a few times. <laughs> um, but, but I mean, yeah. I, I, I think guys come together in packages. He also had a consulting role. So, like, if he was going to get any more power in the in a place that was clearly needs help, I mean, Detroit hasn't won a playoff game since I've been alive. Right. So, oh man, and that, they're probably not going. That's. Awesome. <laughs> well, can we take a side tangent on that? Sure. The man, man, Campbell is going to be like a, an epic dumpster fire, right? Oh yeah, big time! <laughs> it's going to be so yeah. much fun. They're going to start four and zero, and they're mm -hmm. going to finish four and twelve. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be like you know what? At week thirteen, we're going to keep fighting. We're going to keep yeah. fighting. We're going to get our yeah. rifles out. We're, we're going to go hunting for some fun. Like it's going to be so like that was that was that was. I'm going to hire the loudest guy in the room. Oh, oh gee. like what? Yeah. What are we doing yeah. in Detroit? <laughs> Mainly, so, so <laughs> Mainly, what I'm looking for in Detroit is if they don't. If they're not coming out as a master of puppets every single day, it's going to oh be very God. disappointing. Very, very disappointing all around. So I didn't um, want to derail us, but that uh, we had no, no, <laughs> no. It, it it didn't it didn't derail Crosby. That's for sure. Who's uh, by the way, you guys fans of Handy Mandy? That's a that's a big thing in our house. It's uh, I don't know what Handy Mandy is, but it, I'm assuming I was even before your time. Well, because uh, Disney Plus, you know, shout out to them for ripping us all off for with with great entertainment. I'm not saying I, I see, I'm, I'm trying to get you know the Disney guy mad. Uh, ripping us all off, and you're just bringing magic <laughs> into your home every day for $12.99. Um, but uh, the problem with Disney Plus is that 
they re-released all these shows like Handy Manny that hasn't had a new episode since like 2008 right. uh, mm-hmm. or 12 or whatever. And now everybody loves it again. And I can't like there's no there's no handy books. There's no handy toys. And no hand- so we're handy obsessed uh, in the morning. And uh, that's why I say in Crosby a lot, because that's, you know, just like Dan Campbell, just like Metallica, it's the same thing. So like. I bet you I can find you. Is it Handy Mandy? Is that what it's called? Andy, or Andy yeah. Mandy? Handy. I, guarantee, I guarantee I can find you a Andy, Handy Mandy, Andy Mandy thing on eBay. You want me to look on that? Oh, no, there's plenty because he's already bought three uh, accidentally. <laughs> oh, no. Accidentally. Accidentally. Is that $5? Yep. I, I yeah. took off the one touch. You know, you're not single yeah. anymore. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm. So, well, anyway, it's, it's weird that there's a lot of like Detroit Lions uh ties now like <laughs> and same with the browns like dorsey uh it, it, all of this stuff it just seems not who you want to be associated with that it's much. gonna be more <laughs> and more of a peeled layer back and forth crosby's always already given us the the see you later sign um kyle and gary just real quick what are we going to be talking about monday in the next prediction are we going to be talking about uh, how excited we are about this coaching staff. Is it uh, some some breaking, you know, I don't know, Islanders news for you, Gary? What are we going to be talking about next Monday, you think? I don't know if there's going to be any Islanders news. I will say, if you're not watching Islanders hockey, you're missing out on a generational talent. Matt Barzell does things that no man should be allowed to do on the ice. So that's my. I, I asked John for 30 seconds uninterrupted on Barzell. I really don't need it because his, his play speaks for itself. Just go watch him. Um Although I am a little frustrated that they don't score in front of the kid, but that's fine. Um, I don't think I don't. I think the biggest hockey news already broke. I mean, Line A got traded, so yeah. um, I don't know yeah. what we're going to be talking about next Monday. I think it's just going to be more. All right, this is what we got. Let's just get the training camp, boys. Let's fast forward. Let's just fast forward August. Maybe we'll have some JT Real Muto resign. Hey, I think, I, think nice. it's, I think it's clear that he's coming back to the Phillies. I think, I think they clear. need a little bit more money though. <laughs> they don't need any more money. They just don't. They don't want to spend it for some reason. But um, yeah, I think that's. I think. I think by next Monday, Real Muto will be signed somewhere because we're only like what twenty three days from pitchers and catchers. So yes, we are. Pads on, baby. Uh, point point five over under. Ben Simmons hits a three by next week. Copping. Oh, under. Yeah. Still the under. Still the I, under there. I would okay. take the over just because I he's the best four in the league, and when he you know when he swings out, you know he'll be fine. But okay. Um, Press Taylor will be here. And the moment that happens, you know that Carson Wentz is going to be here, and then we can really settle up. That's what I think is going to happen next Monday. I'd be uh, okay with getting rid of Wentz just to get rid of Press Taylor. <laughs> I want him gone. <laughs> Never heard the man. Never the, really the, heard the man the, talk. The I guy. I will defend Press Taylor because he's the only guy that thinks two quarterbacks throwing on the field is a good idea. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, with that said, thanks again to Stateside Vodka, statesidevodka.com. Use the promo code WATER to get 10% off the big tall boys. It's delicious. Crosby, do you have anything to say before we leave? Bye. There we go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, for Kyle Bacon, for uh, Gary Lay, I'm John Barcher. This has been the Barcher Show right here on the Waterboys Network and Crossing Broad as well. Uh, yep. Produced by Last Out Media, and we'll see you guys uh, real, real soon next Monday. Bye, guys.